Sean. All right. This is me, Dr. Jay Rich. <laughs> I'm actually sitting here with Dale Holmes, and I decided, since there was so much going on from the BMX Supercross and so much going on with his latest adventure, I said, Dale, let's do a podcast. <laughs> and he said, let's do it. So here we are on the podcast, and um, I'm going to be, I don't know if I'm like a guest, but at this point, I'm kind of like, I invited myself on. Yeah, co-host. Co-host. So we're co-hosting, so I'll be asking him some Have questions. Have I paid you yet for any of this stuff? No, no. Typical BMX. So (laughs) I get paid nothing a month from uh, Dale Holmes Racing and um, just got a new sponsor where I get paid nothing a month from Divide Brands. Right, yeah. You never know. Some some incentives. Some incentives. I get some incentives. But Dale, tell us what's going on with the clothing brand Divide. Thank you, Jason. Um, Yeah, just been kind of a little fun project I've been uh, working on for kind of got the idea last year and just kind of put a lot of homework into it and uh, talk to a lot of people and just want to do a little fun project want to challenge myself do something different so um, we um, I don't think it was launched but we you know just want to keep it very casual out of the way you launched yeah, it yeah well, well, yeah a couple, couple of days ago anyway so we put it out there and it seemed like we're getting some good vibes made some sales already and I'm excited so uh, if you haven't seen it it's uh, an apparel company it's called uh, Divide that's D-V-I-D-E uh, you can check it out on Instagram, which is a Divide Brand. At Divide Brand. At Divide Brand, Facebook as well. And uh, yeah, check it out, people. And uh, we've got a Shopify page. And um, Wow, you're really doing it. Shopify? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, put a lot of, lot of work into it. And uh, so basically, my, I, I hooked my friend from England, a guy called Chico Hook. I know you know Chico. Mm-hmm. He's an 80s, 90s UK rider. I know the name. Yeah, he's always been in our little crew, you know, friends with Dylan Clayton and a lot of the guys, Paul Roberts, Grot Bags. Is and, he from Wigan? No, he's from London. Okay. So Chico's always had a, a little apparel company okay. called uh, Two and Eight, which he's had since probably the nineties, I would say. And uh, so I was always looking around who to do this with, and Chico recommended a guy in England called Mark Ward. Uh, so I looked him up, and definitely, guys, check out Mark Ward online. Just some right. of the stuff he's done and, and does. Cool. cool. Um, so I hooked up with Mark, and he just kind of walked me through it. You know, um, nice. it's been really so good. So what's been the challenge? You said you want to challenge yourself. What's been like the the biggest like hurdle or the most pleasant surprise well it's not just like you know grab a bunch of t-shirts and stick a name on it it's just so much into you know putting i wanted to do it right or as, as good as i could you know so putting hang tags on labels the, the branding coming out with the name mm-hmm. uh just just yeah just just a lot of work and mark really helped me out a lot and i also want to give a big shout out to my friend lewis that will download this podcast and put it on my site he does all my thanks lewis thanks lewis he does all my uh, has done he was my trainer to start with and he's always helped me with websites and social media stuff and he's just a, a wizard at all that stuff and uh lewis basically set up the whole shopify page and just kind of along with mark just kind of walked us walked me through it you know and uh yeah, so having a lot of fun and uh, sold some stuff already. Big shout out to Brandon Meadows, X Games former X Games champion. Just bought a bunch of stuff last night. Brandon Meadows. Yeah. So uh, Brandon Meadows. Yeah, yeah. And Mark Zaluski, he said he was going to purchase some clothing because that was the big joke, right? You come up with a brand, right? And then you get a bunch of resumes, right? Saying, saying my son just won eight intermediate at the state championships in Rhode Island. I've actually had a few already. Oh, so cool. yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. So uh, people don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Okay. So anyway, we've hooked Jason up as our first guy. She's gonna no resume required, <laughs> right? And uh, yeah, definitely you're gonna see how it goes. Have some fun. Not looking to get rich, but just kind of hopefully do something cool and uh, learn something new and have fun. And um, yeah, 
see where it goes. Nice. nice. All right, Jason, the main um, idea of yours, and I thought it was good as well, as I was actually thinking about it when um, I was watching you guys last week online at the World Cup. Like, we've got to do a little wrap-up, so yeah. let's wrap it up. Uh, final round. Final round. Argentina. So, I don't know, get it, get it rolling. Okay. So, welcome to the UCI BMX Supercross <laughs> World Cup in Santiago del Estero wrap-up mm. here at Pete's in Carlsbad, California, Bressy Ranch. Uh, yeah, I was, the, from a racing perspective, I was really pleased and impressed with all of the racing uh, that went down. It was super hot. Uh, uns- I didn't realize how hot it, it was. To well, the, like a hundred or something. Yeah, like. unseasonably hot. I've been there. This is my, th- I don't know, I think fourth time there. Uh, maybe third. I don't know. But it is. It had never been that hot. So that was definitely playing a role in um, attitude, at least with a lot of people, mm-hmm. and their approach with practice and cooling down and warming up or not needing to warm up as much. I don't think Corbin even practiced oh, really? the day of the race. Well, he'd been there the week most of the week prior and got some laps in mm-hmm. um, which was cool he played it he played yeah, at Terry bat. T I, yeah, raced, yeah. I raced here last year yeah shout out to T thumbs up <laughs> um, but but yeah I really liked the racing um, it was not single file so much to the chagrin of some mid schoolers and old schoolers <laughs> it was not single file racing everybody in the main event in the, man, in the men's elite final finished literally on the same second and um it's also the beginning of Olympic qualification. So clearly Corbin impressed with his win. The Jet, um, you know, coming off of, I think, some a podium. And two podiums. Two podiums. Yeah. One of them was a win. No, there, no, a podium at Kentucky. And then... Two podiums in Chula Vista. Definitely a win, well, in, Chula, win, a win yeah. in Chula. So keeping that going, I mean, the Jet, not only... I mean, he's always been good on the... He's always been good around the track. But showing some first straight heat, which is which is nice to see. Um, but yeah, putting in a good effort, and then the second day, um, kind of a complete reversal. I should say complete reversal, but different cast of, char- of characters, with exception to Gonzalo Molina, who got second both days. But Anthony Dean getting in there, mm-hmm. um, doing it for doing it for what's what's the coffee shop? Square forty four, <laughs> and um, and Joris Dade winning. Every single lap. He was on gone Sunday. on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. he was checked out. And then elite off. women, you know, Laura Smallers just putting it to them uh, on Saturday, and um, valiant effort, of course, by by Elise Willoughby. And then Sunday, uh, Saya Sakakibara just like came out. Especially you know, she, after that crash as bro- well. Yeah, she yeah, broke yeah. out. I mean, yeah, that crash. So so Saturday's elite women with Brooke Crane like semi, right? Yeah, the semi. Did I say main? Sorry, sorry's elite women semi. Brooke Crane just, um, I think there was a sniper in the crowd. Right. <laughs> and I don't know what happened, but she basically went from the complete left side of the track to the complete right side of the track um, and then had probably about a 10-foot drop from the top of that step up and basically just unwittingly took Saya Sakakibara out. So for for Saya uh, to come back and, and win it start to finish was yeah, really good. Yeah, and then on the and girls, Sarah Walker. Sarah Walker, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was her first podium. What's her job title? I know she's involved in all um, the. She's some kind of Olympic committee or something. She's got all she? kinds of stuff going on. She's she's busy, but um, sweet sweet woman. I would say girl, but she's like thirty. So <laughs> um, yeah, so she was. She's 
some kind of like athlete representative or something with UCI, mm-hmm. and I know she's right on it because we were all talking, hanging out after the main events, and um, she was saying that she had to go right to work, and it was her duties as whatever she does with the UCI and the right. rep um, and the organization and stuff. But her that was her first podium since 2011, I believe. Yeah, so, that's what they said or um, what you guys said. So it seems like Sarah Walker is playing it very, very smart um, as we head into Olympic qualification. She knows exactly what she's doing. She's got that beef, beef lamb, whatever sponsor she wants to keep, right? Boom. <laughs> that's it. Protein. We talked a little bit before um, during lunch, which we just had. Smolders, like she is not getting uh, slower, is she? She's no. like almost. No, I mean, you know, tip, she's got the typical Dutch like textbook. I can pull basically any any move out of whatever page of the BMX handbook and and apply it fundamentally. Um, but what I've noticed, at least over the, I could say the years, right? And I've even looked at some podium pictures of. Um, of the past, you know, because Ariel Martin gets nostalgic every time these World Cups show up. But, you know, she's always been there. And then probably this, you know, she's this is her third overall World Cup title. Oh, I still didn't know that. That's, yeah, like so two. that's what she said. Well, it was two. Now it's three. Right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's just really figured out a way to to dominate. And, um, you know, I, I, I put her up there with, with a Sherry Elliott, with... Um, um, you know, who else? Uh, Kim Hayashi from back in the day, um, Natasha Williams-Burke, who just, you know, they were just kind of like always found a way to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's and that's really hard to say right now because you have Elise Willoughby and you have, have Brooke Crane and you have Saya Sakakibar and you have, you have, I mean, the bench is so deep mm-hmm. as it pertains to women's elite racing. It's like... It's crazy. I haven't seen her race because I haven't been to any World Cups, so I haven't literally seen her in years race, just on video. But knowing how good Elise is, when I see her, like I was watching the girls in Chula a couple of weeks ago, I will not how get on hard the gate. she snapped. No, oh. me, I was telling somebody that the other night. I'm like, I if she ever gets near the gate, mm. where I'm, I'm, I'll get I'm off the gate. I'm backing out. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm backing out. But she, like a snap, the pull, like, She's and, and, and for Smolders to, to beat her, is she must be really fast. Right. Right. Well, Smolders actually reminds me of you a bit. Oh, thank you. Well, in that she doesn't look like she's going fast, but she really is. <laughs> but she is. I mean, she's killing it. I mean, she's got a, you know, quite a few HP going yeah. down the first straight. And how away. old is she? Uh, that I don't know, but I know she's, she's got. Young. An, I know she's yeah. got another Olympics in her. That's for sure. She's going to be interesting. Again, we spoke about it, but during lunch, if Mariana can get back on the same level, which I'm mm. sure she will, but like you know, same would seem like Olympic year last time. She was just. Uh, just always yeah, does it Mariana, when it counts, you know? Mariana's a champ um, and a vet at the same point. I don't think she's... But this could be the next Olympics that might be old, a little bit tougher but, for but her. This next, yeah. It might be a little bit tougher, but we'll see. I mean, um, what? so back to the race in Santiago, my favorite part about the whole race was just kind of... It seemed like there was a lot of... Uh, I don't want to say fight, but it seemed like everybody was racing with heart mm-hmm. there. Um, and that's what I appreciated. I mean, even Corbin, I mean, you know, let's be real. Like, there's been times where we've seen Corbin in third yeah. and kind of be a little bit passive and, you know, but 
he wasn't he wasn't giving it up regardless of what place he was in he was fighting to the end well Molina made that move and in the last turn yeah, didn't Molina just props to him for like he could have settled yeah. for easy like he was a no Brit- Molina was going for the yeah, win like yeah. he could have really blown that no, second that, that's, <laughs> that's BMX right? right that's what we like to see we like to see that that last minute dive I mean Molina played at John Purse he was going for the mm. win I talked to Marco yeah. Stay Strong Marco a little bit about him after the race and Marco says you know he's just his confidence is is, is, is his little you know, problem but he says you know it, it, when he's confident he's really confident but sometimes he can really not be confident. But yep. man, he was confident last weekend. Yeah. Well, he remember though he he hole shotted last year that race. Right. And the buddy, the buddy and Torres passed. Yeah. And Torres passed him. Um, and so, but he was the lone wolf. He was the only Argentinian mm. in the main both days. And and you know, Tor. I mean, not Torres, but but Molina's got heat. I mean, he's got heat at every race he goes to. I think he, he had a couple of crashes earlier this year, which kind of gave him a, a shaky World Cup season. But, man, did he... Yeah, Marco he said he was well. hurt during the Worlds, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. so it was good to see. And, and it's nice to see, especially from the, the, the South American countries or the countries that don't always seem to get as much um, play, right? I mean, Mariana's from Colombia, but she's kind of, like, transcended where she's from because she's so big. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see Molina... Uh, be consistent and and do well. That does wonders for not only his his country, but but just BMX in general. As it gets ever so diverse. Mm-hmm. And Saya now her winning. I mean, I already kind of we might have talked about mm-hmm. it already. Like she's already kind of on the podium at you know World Cups, and now she's got her first win. I mean, like say this time in two years, she could be on another level as well. well you, know? you know, she's she's got all of the. I mean. She's got all of the right things working for her. I mean, I hit the marketing on top of that, yeah, you know? Yeah, like I said, yeah, yeah, all of yeah, the right yeah. things working for her. I mean, yeah. And on top she of that, could she's be the nice. one. She's, like, nice, approachable, yes, so is serious at the same time, professional. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, there's some people who, you know, when they do social, who are at that level, their social's kind of whack mm-hmm. just because it's, like, very obvious it's a... It's a deal that they yeah, got. But yeah. I mean, hers seems really authentic. Um, but yeah, she's been super consistent, super consistent. Uh, you know, if you and if you look at their, you know, her Saya and Bethany Shriver, the two standouts in junior, mm-hmm. they both moved into elite. They both have a win under their belts. Mm-hmm. But you know, Bethany's been struggling with consistency. She's yeah. like either on or off. Obviously, capable of winning. Belly knew she was there she, last week. Yeah, she did win in right. Belgium. But Saya's pretty much, yeah. if she, you know, gotten in the main and been on the podium. Already so proved she can come back from a crash. Right. Uh, now it's, and, and yeah, she she really kind of came out in her own again, <laughs> you know, with that win start to finish. So that was a, that was and had to fight for it at the end. I just did an interview with a brother for BMXWeekly.com. Check it out a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, so I talked to him a little bit. What a nice, polite young man. Yeah, yeah. And, and just, just doing everything right like I said social media mm-hmm. I, I follow him and her and yeah they're just not they're not like doing it because they have to like you said it's uh, no it's fun it's part of their it's part of like their story it's part of their mm-hmm. journey so it's cool to, to tune in and watch them and um, just seeing how they grow my sons who they they met Kai <laughs> if you ever see if you ever seen like Lego Ninjago <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cartoon claymation oh, type series, but, one, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, they're like, and his hair at the time was a little bit longer and spikier, mm-hmm. and they're just looking at him like, oh my gosh, he's he's like a Lego Ninjago guy, right? Right. But um, anyways, that's a compliment, Kai. Uh, I think we had this conversation, and shout out to Kai Sakakibara's dad. 
um, and I'm really pleased he gained his respect for me because he lost his respect. So, were you were you there with that race of us in Japan? No, no. So we left because there was a typhoon coming. So what year was this? I don't know. It was like 2005, but Kai was there. Oh, he was kid, there, yeah, and he yeah. said that his dad was disappointed that some of the American pros had left on Sunday. Oh, wow. and I was so there. I took yeah. the time to explain to him. I was like, "Look, from a context perspective, we were coming off of Katrina, right?" And I said, "I didn't want to be stuck in Japan for weeks, right?" So I wanted, to, as a, as a father and a husband, I wanted to get home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, BMX race wasn't going to keep me in a typhoon. I so went he said to his dad. His dad understands the story now, and I'm okay again in his book. So thanks for that, Kai, for explaining that to your dad. Yeah, no, I went there in 06, but but when you guys went, that was when Hayden and Abadesh and everything. No, 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 no. We it was a funky. So it was me, was it was myself, G, uh, Greg Romero, Christian Bessarine, Justin was there, Cosman, Ariel was there, um, Afro Bob. No, I was already um, checked Tyler out. Tyler Brown, late. Nate Berkheimer, um, and Joey Joey Bradford was already there. Hmm. There you go. All right. So, uh, and then you got Caroline Buchanan that's going to come into the picture as well, probably the next, starting to ease back into it. So, the question with Caroline is will she be racing and freestyling at the Olympics? Because Caroline Buchanan apparently can do a flare. Yeah, I watched it. Which yeah, is, yeah, you know, yeah. sick. Um, and she's yeah she's uh, definitely good on the bike I yeah. mean like beyond good on the bike but she's like pulling really really big tricks and girls so, racing and then, I mean I've, 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 I've always liked it mm-hmm. but I really think the next year two years mm. could really be good it's great yeah yeah it's great it, and it has been by the way for, for in my opinion for a while for yeah. some time now yeah. which is good I mean you know, it's not like it's not like the women are coming out of the gate and five people are jumping to jump and four right. people are crashing. I mean, it's like everyone's coming out of the gate hard. Everyone's hitting all the jumps. They're making moves. They're going <coughs> to the line. And not only they they look like they're right. I mean, you like you said, you see the power. You see the mm-hmm. finesse. You see everything you see. Um, you know, with with let's say an elite uh, from back in the day. So um, good for them. I mean, I actually think it's probably. As a profession, it's probably better to be a woman in our sport than it is a male. Well, do you want to do you want to tap on that now? Or we'll get Let's we'll tap. All right. So we well, again we're talking about it. The, the pump track world championships um, is coming up, and we'll, we've been following that this year at the Red Bull Pump Track on on social media. And we were talking about you know girls doing mountain biking, and um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So. Um, you have uh, Amanda Carr, who's back on the BMX bike I as saw well. that, yeah, yeah. Uh, good to see her uh, and her dad at the races. But, yeah, you, so Amanda Carr did the pump track, the Red Bull pump track yeah, series. So she's qualified. Um, Smolders did it, both of them. I think Smolders did it. Both of them. It. I think yeah, they got first and second. Did it first and second. But I think you have to win to get your ticket to, uh, the, okay, to the World Championships, which, which is in... Arkansas, I think. I don't know. I don't want to butcher it, I but I think it's up. in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Graf has done it. Um, the beauty about the Red Bull Pump Track um, events is it's open to all wheels. Hashtag mm. all wheels matter. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you could have a 26, you could have a 24, you could have a 20 inch. Um, it, I, I heard Jill Kittner was complaining that there's people on 20 inches. Oh. Um, but Jill's an Olympic medalist, so she yeah, yeah, can get so on like 20 she, Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if Norco makes a 20 inch, but you know, they might make a nice sticker kit for her GT. Right. Anyways, um, yeah, so it's cool to see this 
convergence of BMX and MTB kind of all meeting on and this common ground. And we've always said the girls always have, have chance to maybe do make money and, yeah, and, and, and that's branch off. So that's the other thing, right? So I, I got off track. Thanks, Dale. So yeah, but the, it seems like um, there's a little bit of a talk of you know some of the some of the women of, of our fair sport moving on after this next Olympic run and and getting on a big wheel bike. Why, why, more often. why would they not? Why yeah, would they yeah, not? Yeah. I mean, especially I would, with pump track coming more in. Yeah. Especially with with more pump track stuff. I mean, crank. I mean, you could make a living as a crankworks rider if you play it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, crank, crankworks rider alone plus a Sea Otter Classic, and then um, you know, because because clearly at a at a UCI level, it's all about. You know, either if it's not cross country, which I doubt any BMXers will move to, although it's been done. Um, Blevins. Yes, he's good. Isn't he's he? yeah, really yeah, yeah. Christopher Blevins. Uh, Christopher yeah. Blevins. But uh, <coughs> on a UCI level, it's all about the, the downhill or, or um, enduro. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it'd, be, it'd be really cool to see another BMX rush mm-hmm. into into the mountain bike. Thing. If they're smart, I mean, like look at Jill. Like I say, she's still. I don't know how well, old she is, but thirty still, something, and, still doing and, really good. And yeah, make, and you know, is gainfully employed as a as a mountain professional mountain biker. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I would even say that Lee Donovan, who's air quote retired, I mean, she's still Coaching she still has stuff, a yeah. brand ambassadorship with with um, Giant. Or their brand, I believe, is Live for for women, and she's coaching, and she she's a major major name, and, and yeah, WD forty sponsor and, yeah. and value yeah. to the sport of mountain mm-hmm. biking. So, uh, so it stands the reason that there'd be another push. So we seize what happens. Yes, yes. Uh, Peyton Ryden on our team, she's you know I've encouraged her this year, or at least her and her dad to start following it. You know, and mm-hmm. they have and. Uh, she's done a couple of state things out in Pennsylvania last year, but she's doing some kind of state slalom this weekend. Yeah. And uh, where I told him to really start thinking about and, doing a bit of that as well. You and know? I got to tell you, like having been on a mountain bike quite a bit lately, and even back in in the day, because I rode for Giants, so I just had the opportunity to have have a mountain bike. It doesn't hurt you. No, it just doesn't hurt you. You you learn braking, you learn speed, um, you learn all kinds of you know turning. You learn, you know that that different environment, riding that na- more natural, rougher terrain, really helps a great deal when you get back on your BMX bike. I mean, obviously you have to get used to a smaller wheel size again, but but once you get past that, I mean, it's uh, your skills are just better. Mm-hmm. And while we're talking about mountain biking, uh, Jared Graves. Jared Graves. So shout out to Jared Graves for those of you who do not know. Um, Jared Graves, Olympian, Beijing, main main event qualifier, was almost on his way to medal until Donnie Robinson took him out. Um, <laughs> shout out to Donnie. But yeah, Jared Graves, um, I've had the pleasure of racing him and meeting him. Uh, much love to Jared Graves. He's he's There was a tumor. They found a tumor in his brain. So he just, um, he's done with surgery a couple weeks, I believe. So I, I think he's back home, but he's definitely on the recovery stage um, from that. And he's He's got some some battle-ridden days ahead of him, I suppose. So just want to send out our love to him and mm-hmm. tell him that we miss him and then, uh, that our thoughts are with you and that, uh, yeah, man, you whatever you need, let us know. Jared Graves had a good slingshot. Dude, Jared Graves, he was good. He was a, he's a great racer. Downhill, <laughs> enduro, mm-hmm. BMX. Four cross. He was like the slalom. new after Lopes. He was like the new. Yeah, Lopes. he was like yeah, the new Lopes. Pro yeah, Cop yeah. was kind of in that, yeah, Pro in Cop that as well. group yeah, too. Yeah, I know Mike Day is going to love that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I raced 
four cross, you know, a little, you know, after my double A's, yeah. I gave it, I went pretty hard at it, did the World Cups, uh, whatever yeah, it did. was, 2000, but I did some Norbers when I was on KHS, and um, I came down to, and that's when they still use the regular gate, so yeah. I was really confident. It was a race in Colorado, I can't remember where it was, but anyway, I came second to, to Graves, and I felt, it was a BMX first straight, I felt good, I was confident with the gate, but he flat out, I like, even, I knew before the race, like, I cannot beat this guy, right. I can't even, never mind beat him on the track, but I, I cannot beat this up. guy down the first no, straight. he's, he's yeah, a freak, yeah, yeah. he's a freak, yeah, he's yeah. so good. And he was still kind of climbing yeah, the ladder, yeah. you know. He's so yeah, good, yeah. it's crazy, and, and yeah, he's just a great racer, he's mm -hmm. a great bike racer, that's all there is to it. So, and, um, and while we're talking... And about, he will continue to be, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Style Man, bit of bad news. All right, bit of bad... So, much... Uh, so, Style Man and I are, like, the same age, by the way. We, um, we've known each other, jeez, forever. I remember, but, yeah, yeah. Much I mean, love yeah. to Style Man. They, um, he's posted it on Facebook, so it's public. But mm -hmm. um, if you don't know... So, he's got... He's on blood thinners because they found some blood clots in his lungs. Um, and if you don't know about that, my dad actually just came out of the hospital with that. And let me tell you, when you have a blood clot in your lung, obviously it interferes with how much air you can bring in. And, and it interferes with your breathing. And so if you're not getting air, it's essentially like your car having no gas. So um, so he's in the hospital um, getting that stuff taken care of and getting looked after. So we want to send all of our healing vibes and, mm -hmm. and um, BMX love to him. So this is me and Dale Holmes on the mega on the Style Man megaphone saying get well soon. Yeah, yeah. And Colin is the, uh, the host. Of Rail the Berm. Rail the Berm. So... Uh, yeah, all the best to Colin. I'm sure I saw he did make a little. He was posting on some of the threads last night, so he's active. And uh, everybody wish him uh, uh, speedy recovery. If you're on Facebook, and so that's uh, he's, he's still on there reading that stuff. You know, I'm sure it all helps. Um, we still didn't really talk about the men's winners then in Argentina. So Joris and uh, Corbin. Joris, you talked about Corbin. Corbin. A bit. We talked about Corbin and Joris. Joris yeah, so Joris did have a, a shot at getting the title. But him not making the main really hurt. Right. Him not making the main on Saturday really hurt his, his chances of getting the title. So really, um, so the next day for Joris to win the title, Neek would have had to not gotten any points that day. Oh, and Joris would have had to win. That yeah, wouldn't have been impossible, but given who Neek Kimen is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like 99% chance mm -hmm. that he would not get any points that day. So obviously, Nick made the main. Joris made the main. He won. He did all he could do that day. Um, but Nick got the title, overall World Cup, um, Supercross World Cup title. Joris was second, and then um, uh, Sylvan Andre third for the overall. Mm -hmm. What then, I thought was cool is uh, I saw, I was following everybody over social media last week. I saw that uh, Nick went from the race he went straight to Colombia or something to hang out and ride yeah, and have cool. fun yeah yeah that's cool because he did a he did Brazil like, he did a Brazil trip yeah. not too long ago and um, yeah it looked like Neek's um, he's having fun having fun on yeah, his yeah. bike and it's funny because Neek did a post because he stopped off at the youth Olympics and kind of did a post about that mm -hmm. telling all the people who are going to the youth Olympics to you know that he had his he had a chance to do that back in the day and that um while you want to go there and do well to remember did he win to it have what fun. 14 right um i don't know if maybe he won, he won it, it. Yeah. i don't know he might have yeah he was off the radar then yeah but. but it was weird though it looked like he was like 
It was like in a roadie kit. Or well, I think kit. back then you had to do cross country. You had to do. You had to, oh. do, you had to race every discipline. I think oh, so. Okay. But I think they changed the rules on that. I read that same post. Okay. I think they had to do cross country mountain biking, road bike. Wow, it was kind of weird. Wacky right. rules then, but anyway, yeah. So Youth Olympics, yeah. It's not. I know nobody from US, US didn't send anybody. No. So um, I guess we'll find out more on that as uh, the yeah, results I don't know start why coming they in. Didn't, but um, you know. Cool. Uh, what else do we need to talk about? We talked about pump track, uh, flat pedals. You want to hit hit on that one? Let's that? hit on the flat pedals. So yeah, UCI. It's official. So th- what is it? Thirteen. 13 and under which is 12 and under 13 I think 13 and under I, it, I think it might be 12 and under so 12 so once you're 13 you can clip in I think okay we think but the bottom line is flat pedals for the, the kiddos yeah yeah 12 definitely 12 and under definitely 12 and under so that's the bottom line and UCI is, were the first ones to, to, to put it out I know it's been talked about here you know, it Greg, has been Greg Hill told me about this like two or three yeah. months ago like hey it might be happening you know stay yeah. tuned but then I see UCI I thought USA would put it out but USA BMX but then yeah USA, I think UCI. it's great I think it's great and I I hope they extend that at least in UC, USA BMX I hope they extend that to um, what thir- or 12 and under or 13 and under but I also hope they extend it to if you clip in and you're old enough to keep it relegated to expert classes mm-hmm. novices is an intermediate it's really don't need to be clipped in right no no in no, my no. opinion no way no no, <laughs> no way no <laughs> no way i mean i don't get involved in those threads but i mean you've all seen them this week it's I mean, pretty bad heated heated threads heated actually threads. i think i did hop in, in so, a few <laughs> and the good news is the good news is any reputable pedal company makes both mm-hmm. you know or not? I mean, I guess there's there's some reputable. There's, actually, there's more f- reputable flat pedal companies than vice versa. But the bottom line is, you know, you have your options now, and it opens things up. Mm-hmm. So that's great. And I saw, if you like, say UCI put it out first, um, then Australia put it out the next mm-hmm. day. They did the same thing, and then I saw New Zealand. Uh, USA BMX aren't really known for following suit with UCI, but no. if they do, on I would think this would be the one they would do. This would be a good yeah. one for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the question I think they would ask is, is, is it worth the headache? I would go through that headache because within the turnaround, it's, you know, I mean, we were through the first, I don't know if you call it a headache, but we, 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 we when it transitioned into Club Tour, it was all part of that, you know, and people grumble and, and get mad. But at the end of the day, nobody really, everybody just gets on with it, you know? Yeah, everyone gets on with it. Everyone gets on with it. So that's it. So if you if you have a problem with clips... That's too bad. If you have a problem with flats, that's too bad. <laughs> we don't make the rules. We're just reporting on what happened. But, but I can. I'm. I'm happy that that change has been made because um, you just develop better habits when you learn to ride on flat pedals. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else from? Say you was at you was at Argentina. Any backroom stories? Any scoop? backroom stories? Rumors. Scoop? Oh, so oh, yeah, David yeah, Graff, yeah, buddy David, David Graff, my buddy David. So. This guy, um, the fastest guy probably to not have won a World Cup yet. I feel uh, safe. He's in still not won that. a World Cup at all. I know. It's, no. it, you would think maybe a ma- he's won a full cross, maybe. Yeah, and he's and he's a great racer for sure, and a great bike racer, a great bike racer, any size wheel. Um, but he did have a post on his live or his whatever. I don't know how it is. His stories. Um, Discussing the coverage of the UCI Worlds, the the TV, the broadcast, and how it might run long, and then he compared it to a, a London coverage. Um, so we had some back and forth on that. But David is concerned 
about where our sport's headed, saying that basically, because, you know, he's saying that the, the UC, the numbers are good. There's a lot of people showing up to, to race, at least. He says the UCI is running these races pretty well and efficiently, um, but we're missing that one big sponsor. And his question was, what or who is the problem? <laughs> Which is a big question. Um, and I don't, I don't know. So I'm gonna. I didn't. I didn't answer him. So I guess I'm gonna answer him now on uh, on this podcast. What was he like messaging you? Yeah. So it was a direct message or whatever on Instagram. DM. Yeah. So it says, um, or what do you think? Where slash who is the problem? Or what do you think? Where who is the problem? So I think part of the problem is image. Part of it, mm-hmm. uh, D- Dale. We discussed this. I think the other part of it was uh, all of us are the problem. Um, every last one of us, everything from, you know, BMX racers, historically, I'm not going to say now, but historically, not really taking control of the sport. Um, all of us from BMX competitors and and dads and moms and, and so-called factory teams, you know, getting into it as a hobby or everyone wanting something for free or, you know, all that stuff kind of adds up to a big pile of mm-hmm. why should I invest in this sport mm-hmm. if, if the people who are in it mm-hmm. don't even value it the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, I can reach other people reach those same people through mountain biking or through skateboarding or through mm-hmm. you know whatever Not um, even comp- some other influencer Nigel Sylvester whatever you want to call it yeah yeah um, but I think there's a tide that's turning so to me it's just at this point David it's a it's it seems like there's some la- there's a lag time in my opinion I would bet that BMX is on the come up again but there's going to be a lag time. So just as much as we lost some sponsorship dollars, lost some some bigger TV coverage or contracts. Um, but now you see Donnie and Carruth doing the Beginners League. You have Dale doing the ride to end obesity and in the YMCA's. You have um, you do have bigger numbers going up. You do have I mean, geez, like CK Flash. I mean, geez, like. CK, Most just un- his hidden, unhidden. Yeah, what he's doing with yeah, yeah, Trey yeah. and Kai and Peckham. Like, you see how many kids are there? Like, I mean, there's you went so there. many kids yeah, yeah, yeah. At, the, at that track, and they're showing up. So it's only a matter of time before someone's like, "All right, let's let's put some money into this thing and see where it can go, or let's let's do a series, or let's let's get creative." I, you know, there's the Red Bull Pump Track thing happening. Um, in my opinion, I've said it before, I've said it again. I think I'll say it again. I think. BMX uh, would be good if BMX did find their way onto a bigger stage at a Crankworks, at a Sea Otter, at mm-hmm. some of these bike festival things. It doesn't necessarily have to be Supercross. Doesn't necessarily have to be traditional racing. It, it could be a, it could be a pump track race. It could be a drag race in the parking lot. It could be you, you know a multitude of things. But just good. to be yeah, part good of the deal, mm-hmm. right? Be part of the deal. So. So we were all part of the problem. I think we're all part of the solution. There you go. That's my, that's my big answer to your question. It would have been a lot to text, by the way. <laughs> all right, we're sort of talking to David. Darren Mitchell. Darren Mitchell. Okay, yeah. Before, let's finish on David yeah. Graff because on he David was definitely Graff. the fastest guy he was. on uh, Sunday for he sure. Was. He was the fastest. He had the fastest lap time on Saturday. Um, and I believe he had the fastest lap time going um, between him and George. Jason, I can't believe you're saying lap times. I know you have to say it for the broadcast, but I, it, when... The bottom line is yeah. I'm the a, bottom they're, line they're is like kink times, the fastest time, time the fastest right. qualifier. Well, like, hey, well, maybe hey, we need to get rid of that. Th- there's a learning lesson. At least talk there's about it. There's a learning it. lesson yeah. in here, kids. Check it out. 
So these two guys on this podcast <laughs> made a living beating people who are better than them. <laughs> so so the lesson is you don't have to be the fastest right. to win. Or but, worry about your but, pink times. But it sure does hurt when you are the fastest and you don't win. Right. Um, so, yeah, what's... So, yeah, David, I mean, not to call you out, but what's going on? Yeah, man? yeah, there's a little something when what's it counts. What's going on? Yeah, so... Um, and we want to see you win. You deserve it. So let us know. Let us know, David. How can we help? All right. Enough David Graff talk. Enough David Graff talk. I've had enough And by the way, your, your uniform's looking much better. Much uh, better. In my opinion. Okay. Okay. Dale disagrees. But I think it, I think you look pretty clean All right. out there. Let's, so Darren Mitchell. Darren that's Mitchell. a good post. I like that. I like the Darren Mitchell uh, post. So. so Darren Mitchell's post is basically, um, and I know... Connor and David are going to love this, but it's it's a 90s post. But basically, <laughs> he was saying that we all used to ride together and the dirt jump events were at the BMX races and it was and we all used to go to sheep or wherever the riding trails were and ride together. Uh, and this was true on the East Coast, too, because you had the guys who raced, but then they, you know, they rate they rode posh or they rode whatever push yeah, the or whatever guys, the, the whole yeah. New York guys. Yeah, all those guys. Um, and, you know, say what you will, even even about uh, me or Greg Romero or um, or you, Dale. I mean, I, when I would go ride sheep, I'd see you there. I'd yeah, see you yeah, at the yeah. trails. Or, uh, the only person who really didn't ride trails was, was Danny Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about the trails. <laughs> what does Danny Nelson think about the trails? He doesn't think about the trails. I've got to post that. That's so great. Funny. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, we did all ride together. And interestingly enough... I remember telling Bob Tedesco back in the day when there was the DK dirt circuit uh, during this ESPN glory days. Uh, I was like, Bob, you cannot let the dirt jumpers leave the BMX races. Anyways, the dirt jumpers left the BMX races mm -hmm. and uh, things got a little bit more splintered. I think I think the other pieces, I don't think it's I don't think there's like a big rivalry or fight between any of the big groups. I actually think. Um, a lot of the people respect the other riders because, uh, you know, let's face it, a lot of dirt jumpers are, are BMXers who just weren't fast enough. Mm -hmm. um, and and a lot of BMX racers are like, there's no way I'm jumping that spine or doing a trick off that spine. So I think everyone respects everyone. But I think to be, to be go a good racer now, um, you, the track time is, is important. Um, and even even I think trails help a great deal. I think they're underrated, but but the track time is important, which is why you see all these elite guys posting them posting <laughs> you know social posts of them riding a track by themselves, mm -hmm. um, which I don't think that's necessarily great for the sport. But um, I get it. The track time is important, and uh, and so trail riding kind of is is really more of a leisurely activity. Well, King of Dirt was. Um you know when they had it in the races here mm -hmm. but we did it the same we're doing the same thing in England when the DK and the GT were putting on that dirt jumping during the race weekend we were doing that in England that's where people like Stephen Murray Sean Kai Forde mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. like a whole new bunch of guys branched off from being good racers Kai yeah. Forde was a, you don't know Kai as much but he was a good good UK racer mm -hmm. and then he went on to pretty much you know King of Dirt and he's still yep. involved Red Bull yep. Yep. Um, you know putting on events that's and cool. just, just branched off as, and we all know how good Stephen got um, and that all came from basically you know the before the finals before the, the yeah. semis King of Dirt and you know the, the um, yeah just always bring the, the well, atmosphere you well, know if you think about it what happened to dirt jumping I mean because really you have street and park 
But you don't, I mean, you see dirt jumping at the X Games, but but that's about it. I think dirt jumping, uh, I love dirt jumping. Mm-hmm. Like, I love I think a lot of them guys do the Nitro so, Circus and that, you it's know? It's so... In a, so graceful when you watch it, especially when it's done well, and you just you just don't see it. As well, much. I still like to watch Nasty on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nasty yeah, yeah. Or, or Falcon when he's when he's jumping jumps. I mean, in my head when I dirt jump, I feel like that. I know it doesn't look that way, but um, no, it's a beautiful sport. Uh, I wish I wish there were more of it. Um, and you know, maybe maybe that's something that at the BMX races we could do or someone could arrange is dirt jumps because that's. Those are few and far I was between. talking to Phil Maxwell at the state race a couple of weeks ago, and we were just talking about exactly that, you know, um, dirt jumping at a race, and it would kind of bring a whole new group in. You know, you, all of a sudden you could bring in more brands. You could bring in Colt. You could bring in Sabrosa. You could bring in the, Van, who, the Vans who, guys. Who, by the you know? way, Sabrosa has a race bike. You know, they have the Speed Wolf. Colt has a race bike. Mm-hmm. Um, S&M has a race bike. So mm. it's not like there's, there's no crossover, but, you know, um, it... It could stand. It's a good. It's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can definitely talk more about that stuff. Um, talking to just say the state race. I went to the state race at um, Lake Paris a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Really impressed how, how how big it was. How well the pits were good. A lot of people walking around. Uh, I did get to have a good chat with uh, Eric Carter and Mike Harp. I sat and talked to them guys for a couple hours, and I'm actually going to drive up to uh, to Mexico in the next couple of weeks and do another podcast with EC because he had some real good ideas about you know the current state of yeah. the industry and what he's up to now with hyper and uh yeah i just thought anyway so stay tuned for uh ec part I three like i think EC, yeah EC yeah three yeah so he's got yeah just good good hanging out talking with them guys always you know he's got some great ideas and obviously been around so long he... oh mike hopped yeah yeah good to see i mike. love yeah. mike hopped yeah yeah but Mike Hop T-boned me in Cole Canyon in 1991. <laughs> I was winning the 17 Expert Main, um, looking looking to put some extra points on the board for my ABA National Number One title that I did not get. Um, but I remember he he was going for the win. There was that 90 degree turn. Right. This is he, where Dylan was. That the one? third turn with Roger Holder. Yeah. Well, Dylan. Or no. Yeah. That's that year. That's right. that year. But yeah, Mike hopped, uh He was going for it. He crashed too. Anyways, color control. <laughs> All right, anything left, Jason? <laughs> That's it. Anything else to say? That's it. That's it. I uh, thank everyone for listening and uh, definitely open to suggestions and criticisms from any of the work that I do um, for BMX Live TV. I want to get a good better. job with that. Yeah, oh, you and you. Rachims again because I I, listen, I tuned in and, and watched and Sunday I watched all of it. Saturday cool. I watched thank a lot you. of it. But um, you guys can say there's a lot of dead dead periods and you guys had, I enjoyed the 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 in between the banter. Yeah, the banter. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. So good job. But yeah, we're always looking to improve and whether it's names getting the names pronounced right or or more inside scoop or just stuff, anything that we can add more color to, we will we'll do our best to to implement that. And the, we'll finish on the, some of the World Cups next year. So I heard Australia. Is that not next year, no, the year after? No, those are all rumors about Australia. Um, I heard back-to-back weekends there. That's that's the rumor I heard. But I know I know next year... Um, Manchester. Manchester. So they've changed that track. We'll see how Even though goes. they've changed it, I'm sure it'll still be tight, though, won't it? Yeah, totally. Because they totally. all complain about but that. But as a, as a person who's not racing, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy in, <laughs> in and out there. Easy in and out. Great venue. Um, stands will be full, so so that'll be cool. Manchester, Paris, uh, Papendal, uh, who will have the World Championships in 2021. Okay. That's kind of cool. Um, Belgium for the Worlds. 
And then um, Pretty believe, Euro year I believe Rock Hill mm-hmm. Is back on And then Santiago Del Estero again So Next season Euro It's pretty It's pretty, well, Euro. It's pretty Euro But I like that we're coming back to the States Um yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's like a BMX race as well as a Supercross race during the Rock Hill event. Maybe some so show that, that will kind of uh, yeah. So hopefully that coincides, and um, you know I'm sure Mike King's track will be picture perfect and ready to go. But it doesn't matter because even when it rains, we know we can race there. You know, ninety percent. Mm-hmm. So it's good. I was going to say something else about all that, but I forgot. Um, all right, cool. Thanks, well, Jason. And, well, oh, that was scoop it. for you. Oh, uh, scoop, scoop for me. You. I mean, I know you, you have a new clothing brand and all, but there's no, well, no more extra scoop. Well, Beaver's in town, so, so yes. we'll hopefully catch up with him and do a potty with him as well yeah, next yeah, couple yeah. weeks. I know he's, he yeah, always. Why do why is why is the Netherlands and France like ruling BMX right now? I mean, I mean, we always say about Bass, just his program is just professional and good, and we, you know we talk with Jamie Staff a lot is like we will want you know the, the team that our, our junior development team now is like we, we look at the Dutch right now how yep. how they've done it and, and Beaver is uh, I always try and get him on podcasts and stuff but he shies away from it but now he's in town I'm, and I have my phone in my pocket we'll corner him I'm going to corner him yeah there you go so Beaver you're up next next week boom alright that's it thanks Jason and Thank uh, we'll see you all later peace see ya